Unfiltered Free Range American Podcast, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Oh, that's this is great. We're only one minute past our hit time, which oh, is damn. That's yeah. a record. One and we minute. had technical difficulties. It's how the been fuck a while. Are you guys? Seriously. Well, I know how Evan is. I've been isolated in the Alaskan tundra with him for the last two weeks. But how are you, Jerry? Lucky you. Uh, <laughs> I am I am at the peak of of, of existence. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Where were you? Yeah. I, I was in an undisclosed location doing some things. <laughs> okay. We okay. Were, Okay. We, yeah, we 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 can get in the details of those once we have the other. I'm gonna have the other members that were with me uh, on, so we can explain kind of the whole thing. It's better to have someone else with you that 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 went through this. But yeah, I just uh, I finished a, a experimental TBI treatment with ibogaine, as you can see. Oh wow! Are you going full like jungle man on us? <laughs> yeah, it's not the ibogaine isn't isn't really jungle. It's not. It's it's the grandfather to ayahuasca. It's 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 the peak. It's the top. So uh, I went all the way up. <laughs> was it was it at least? Can you say if it was like helpful? Like, oh my god, yes, it's life changing. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, like hands down. We're not gonna we're not gonna lose crazy hot dog, Jared. Are we? We're not gonna no, be like no. It's not. It's not like, like that. It's not. It doesn't alter your personality. It. 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 I mean, uh, the the science, the scientific characteristics inside ibogaine is it goes in and it repairs your neuropathways that were damaged by concussion, TBI, and trauma. Uh, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be fucking weird, Evan? Like we come back and Jared's like, "Hey, you want to go hit this back nine with me?" I yeah. might have a little non-alcoholic Arnold Palmer. You know I, what I'm saying? I start Get- golfing. <laughs> God, that would be the worst. That would be the worst. It's like, <laughs> hey, I went down there and you know what, guys? I've actually decided that Dockers are a really good fit for me. I like them. I like, uh, you know, a lot of back slapping, a lot of back nine, a lot of, a lot of pseudo homo backs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys had to have had somewhat of a spiritual experience. You were off the grid for uh, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. We're going to wait for, I think we should wait for Logan to get back yeah, for the, the complete should. download. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'll tell you kind of the backstory as far as like what, uh, what we wanted to do and, and kind of accomplish. I think that there's, there's a good backstory here and there's a few things that we can talk about without Logan. Uh, and the reason that Logan is not here is that Logan is still out actually hunting uh matt and i were fortunate enough to to take our bears earlier in the trip and we had to get back for i mean this is a company that we have to actually run and keep the wheels on the the on the track so hot he's still out there he's still he's still out in the tundra without getting into the trip uh, let's just get into what it was like to unplug for a little while i mean we don't get that we don't get that very often i mean uh, it's interesting right so for me at least like the first two or three days you still have these like ingrained impulses as far as like you know you're a little bored and you go for your phone and then you're like going to open up your email or your Instagram, and you're like, what am, what am I doing? It's, it's sheer impulse, which was, it's, it's, yeah. it was like a weird psychological, like 
barrier that you had to get through. And then after about three days, like I, I enjoyed it so fucking much to unplug. Cause you're literally like what I found in that trip. It's like oftentimes in this, like, you know, technological society, you don't really just think to yourself. Like probably the only time I get to do that is like on my drive into San Antonio or something, but having that extended period just to sit back and reflect and think through your thoughts critically. Like it was it was awesome. Like I need to do at least a couple of weeks a year, I think, to get my shit straight, like my head. Just like prioritize what's important in life and like the shit that you do that just wastes time. Um, like yeah, so yeah, so same same. We were not allowed to have our phones uh, on my trip, and they actually gave us a a program too that's uh, called cut it, cutting the digital addiction or something like that. There's they say like it. it, it it's healthy to to ditch your phone one weekend a month, like Friday evening, toss it and do not do not come back to it until Sunday. Um, and that's that's to kind of start training you to enjoy the moment uh, rather than 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 being immersed. Uh, one thing I did uh, yesterday is I disabled all uh, in DMs. So I don't want people contacting me anymore. <laughs> I did. Oh, you disabled him? Yes. I, I so, turn off all notifications, so I have oh to actively pursue it to see it. I, I, I did that like three years ago. Like even my text messages, I don't get well, notifications. Yes, I know. Leading up to this, I was the one that you could get a hold of, but now, yeah. uh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I, it's too much. I can't. It's just, especially, you know, I get it. You know, people uh, people respect us and they like what we do and they... They seek us for opinions and advice and things like that, but I I can't take on everybody's problems anymore. Uh, I'm done, so uh, I'm retired <laughs> with 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 being publicly accessed. Yeah, well, I think that's a really good thing. I think you know, creating walls uh, it, it creates opportunity for for you individually to succeed. And what I, what I mean by that is. I've noticed it in the last couple of years where I get completely immersed into the company and my telephone and my messages. And I, you know, last year, the end of last year with holiday season, the other, the other key events that were happening, I got sucked, sucked into that thing. And it was such a, a negative in my life that, you know, I, I, I really strive to, to not answer any any phone calls or messages after about six o'clock in the evening, uh, every night, and then wait until you know typically seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. So like that's twelve, fourteen hours a day. But even looking at screen time and and how much screen time that you have, sometimes I, that's not accurate because you know I I was I was out on our on our uh, bear hunt. I looked at my screen time and it's like. I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't on my phone at all. There's nothing, no reason to be on it. It was like two hours. I don't have two hours of screen time. Like I have like 15 minutes. I think your apps are running in the background. I think what happens is it it starts to log how many apps are active and running in the background. I don't necessarily think that it's accurate. It could be, but two hours would be pretty hard. We, we, uh, you know, I do it every year. Uh, you know, we've done this rafting trip every year for a week. We've unplugged. Jared and I did it last year, but I've done it every year where I look forward to that week of just no technology. I didn't even have... We are communicating via inReach. So Garmin 
has a, a, a system called inReach that you can text back and forth between contacts in your phone. So we could communicate with a handful of people. Yeah, uh, but it was simple. Irregular. It was just, hey, every, anything on fire? No. I hope you're having fun. I, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't communicate with anybody. Uh, I literally yeah. just... Except me. I, I, I called my wife. Yeah, I called my wife a couple of times to say hi to the kids, but it's it's so important. I think about that all the time. And I've, I think I've talked about it on, on another podcast where if we, if we roll the clock back 50 years and then in human evolution, if we go back even further, because this is just quite literally a split second of the entire human evolutionary experience. And the technology device that we're plugged into all the time, there's just no way that our body and our mind is actually used to being in these positions like head down looking at this, the electronic screen and then interfacing that that way. Uh, I think we're accustomed to being able to be alone with our thoughts for extended periods of time. So if we think about in a, in a pure evolutionary circumstance, what people were doing for several thousand years, as we, we've said, we're, we're modern man or homo sapien as it exists today. Uh, we're used to walking, being silent for a good portion of our lives because I think for for us we would have been hunters or from a specific like hunter strain of of genetics we would have been walking in groups silent huge percentages of our lives and then communicating and being social I think around campfires and different social events but at, at the end of the day these are face to face interactions. There would have been a lot of travel time and a lot of individual introspective thought that we don't allow ourselves today in in a modern uh, electronic society. We don't allow that time to disconnect from any external recreation or electronic device. So we have to force ourselves to do it, especially as business owners there's always work to do, right? There's always shit that we have to shovel in the stalls. Like there's always, there's always yes, shit yes, that we got to yes. shovel. There's always something. But if you don't unplug and connect in and, and, and be a little bit more introspectful, thoughtful, you're just stacking. The, the, the world can get really complex really fast because all you're doing is you're reacting at, at everything that's coming at you at all points in time. You're just reactive. And then, then you feel, to me at least, I feel that all of that reaction starts to become like, very confusing. So then I have to cut, you know, cut the cord, reset, then attack it from a different angle as far as like priorities of work. I have to go to work looking at the priorities of work. I have to do that quite often, actually. Yeah. It totally makes sense. I, I, I'm excited to get in and tell Jared all about the trip and I want to hear about yours, but yeah, it was, yeah, I yeah, think I'll unplugging was the most fulfilling thing I've done in a long time. That was, it was fucking awesome. Um, we, we had, I mean, a, a, a very, I don't know if you guys were able to see or not. I'll, I'll show you after this, but, um, you know, last week, Rob, <laughs> Robbie Madison came to visit, um, Robbie being, you know, one of the, the holds the most world records as a, as a dirt bike rider, I think that ever. Um, longest jump, highest jump, fastest, like, like the, 
Uh, you know, he's, he's isn't he's, he the dude that jumped in like Vegas on that on the building? The yeah. building that yep. was Whoa. insanity, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> he's also yeah. He his his record is three hundred ninety feet. He's jumped on a on a dirt bike. <laughs> I think I think mine's two feet. <laughs> um, and he also he also has the record for longest dirt bike on uh, water, which is thirty miles. Shut up. You, you've not seen Pipe Dreams where he, he engineered a thing for his dirt bike so he could surf a wave on his dirt bike. Wow. Yeah. I have not amazing. seen that. But anyway, I got to see it. The, the most exciting part about his visit was he, he forced Charlotte to get on the dirt bike without the training wheels. And now oh, she, is, badass. she is crushing it. That is so cool. I mean, just, I mean, she'll go out there and do laps for two hours. Really? <laughs> and won't stop. Is that, is that with that, that electronic bike that you got? No, 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 no. She's on a full-blown dirt bike now. Oh, like one of the 50 cc's or the 110. Yeah, I'll send you guys yeah. the videos. Like, I, I got one for Nara, too. It's got training wheels on it. Yes, so we got that, the training wheels. And, dude, she is smoking on that thing. She's, like, cruising around. I got to keep it in first gear because it's all concrete around here. Yeah, yeah. So... We, we, we had that we have that we have one with the training wheels that was that Charlotte was riding, but that's going to be Lux's. And then right. one without the train. Now she's off the training wheels. She's off the training wheels. She's, what CC awesome. is she riding, Jared? 50. 50. 50. Yeah. But yeah, like the day before I left on the trip, you know, she did about an hour and a half ride and then pressure washed her own bike. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's freaking awesome. That's rad, dude. That's so cool. Oh, it was great. And then Lux, you know, Lux did laps with Robbie and Robbie was just doing like, like, you know, uh, wheelies for like ever right. with Lux on it. And Lux thought it was the most hilarious thing, but it's just, it's, just, it's cool. You know, Charlotte got taught how to ride a dirt bike by Robbie Madison. That's super <laughs> cool. pretty legendary. She's, right. she's spoiled by the way. <laughs> yeah. She's got to sing a song with Danny Warsnop. <laughs> That's Fly cool. a helicopter with Pilot X. <laughs> Ride right. a dirt bike with Robbie Madison. I mean, <laughs> I'm Speaking sure of Chilla will teach her how to cook. God, that'd be great. Speaking <laughs> of which, how's that smoke show of an ex-wife of yours? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen him. <laughs> you haven't seen her? Well, the, yeah, I, I got back last night. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got back last night. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. It was. Had a, we had a sweet like two day travel time. It, it takes a lot to get out in that 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 I, bush. I bet, especially when you miss your flight and then have to do a red eye. It was super sweet. That's okay. <laughs> How do you miss a flight? Uh, I was provided information, and it, it was a wrong time zone. So I showed up plenty early, like two hours early my flight, but it was the wrong, wrong time zone wrong that time I was zone. given. But it's, it's right. It, who gives a fuck? Got home. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to get back to content, making shit, getting yeah. back in the business, man. I'm motivated. I mean, we've got a really big video that's about to go up in a couple of days that, by the way, I have been I've been showing to our close friends and it floors everybody. Like awesome. everybody that has seen it, it's like that is the most impactful thing I've 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 ever seen you guys do. Wow. It's good. Yeah, we're gonna wrap Did, that Evan, up. Evan, you watched it. What'd the, you think? Uh, I liked it. I liked it yeah. a lot. I think uh, Matt and I talked about it for quite yeah. a while, especially a few times over the trip. It's been interesting, you know. It's been really interesting because Matt and I've uh, been sleeping on cots next to each other for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. We've gotten to know each other a little bit better over the last few weeks, even though we've been partners for seven years. We well, haven't we haven't slept in the same 
like six square feet together for a couple of weeks. I always uh, try believe to get it or not, you to do believe that or not, with we've me. just never done that. Like I always try to get you to do that with me and you complain. Yeah, but that that's like when there's a hotel and right. I have the option. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, no, sleep my, in my bed. My sleep in my Evan bed with me. on cots for two weeks? You could have come with us. I know. Well, we talked about that. <laughs> we, Van and I talked about this quite a bit, which is we think you would have been miserable. We really think you would have been miserable. <laughs> it's not, it's not anything negative about it. It's adapt. just like we sat on the hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For hours on end, looking through our binoculars and spotting scopes with yeah. like forty mile an hour winds, yeah, with fucking I shearing rain. And I would have hated this for sixteen yes. hours straight. That's why every I don't day. hunt because Matt, I can't still like that. Matt and I were so fucking cold. Like one, our feet, like my feet, the first like couple of days were were absolutely frozen. Was it snow? Was there snow on the ground? No, no, okay. it was just. It, it was well on the mountains. There is rain. you're getting the, yeah. the 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 wind that comes through these valleys, and it's coming off. Did you have good snow. gear, or were you underprepared? Yeah, we had great gear. Okay, we had the we had, like we had the best gear. Yeah, but before. you were still cold. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, there is it, no such thing as being as, warm in that. No, I and I, we had to get, we had to have some waiter boots and stuff sent into us later in the trip. Uh, we'll do like a whole trip episode on this, but we'll kind of touch on a few things where I thought the first three days, cause we didn't have the specific boots we needed. I was like, my toes might get frostbite. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, cause at like 10 in the morning, they were completely frozen and I couldn't feel them. And I'm like, sweet. I have another like 12 hours of my toes being completely oh fucking God. frozen. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad I sat that one out. <laughs> dude, that's that's what we were saying, man. We were like, well, dude, well, Jared, Jared would have been miserable with this entire thing. Like, there's he would a different motivation when you're waiting for your bear and rather than just being a spectator. True. So yeah. I, I think the interesting thing in all of that was, you know, it reminded me so much of being on like a fire team because there, you know, no cell service, nothing. You're living in this teeny little tent with two other dudes on a cot. You know, you're smelling each other's farts. Is it just you two and Bear Guide? Um, no, we we had Trevor. Oh, uh, hmm. yeah, Trevor Thompson went up. Bear Guide. Bear Guide has an assistant, and then we took a camera guy with us. Nice. Yeah, they're in a separate tent, but yeah, we had three separate small tents. But there was certain points in the trip that we can get into more later, but it, it just felt so much like being back in war a little bit, like some of the movements we were making and having to like run with the ruck through like brutal terrain and then like the heart rate elevating. And then you're like searching for this fucking massive thing that could be 15 feet away from you that will maul your face. It was it was a good reminder of like how much I like that shit. And, you know, I think cheers to Evan on that too, because he kind of like really re- like reinforced that I had to go on that trip because I was making up bullshit excuses to stay home because it's just <laughs> what I do. But, you know, I, I would I would challenge a lot of people and listeners to go back to being uncomfortable. There was, there was something so profoundly awesome about just being uncomfortable again. And it was like testing your mental fortitude. And it's like a good reminder of who you are deep down rather than like adhering and abiding by all these like socially comforting things that we have every day. It was, it was fucking awesome. Like that, that was, that was the trip of a lifetime and the way things lined up and how they went down was even more epic. I mean, we'll talk about it later, but some of the stuff that we ended up doing was like, had not been done in like 20 years that are guided scene. And it was just the stars aligned. And I think it, it, it was, 
it's cool. I learned a lot about myself on that trip is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And the guys are, I mean, the, everybody in camp, super fun, you know, like super fun. We were, Matt and I were talking about it. It took us about 24 hours to socially uh, adapt, to uh, adopt to each other's even communication styles. It was, it was the, the, the type of humor we, they, this Russian accent that we were using, like yeah. for a huge portion of it's, it's like weird. You were like, what the fuck are we doing? It um, was weird. We were like, after like six days, you started seeing some people in the camp, like pick up mannerisms of other people. And I'm yeah. like, it's like becoming one organism. Like it was yeah. so interesting so weird. to see like people that I don't hang out with that often. And then like their style of humor and like how they tee up jokes was like becoming one like organism. It was bizarre. It was just fun to watch. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, and some of the things that we, well, one, the way that, like, the way this, this whole thing, the genesis of this was Cole had been on a couple different FRAs. We met him because he came down to the total archery challenge. I met him through, um, I think it was like John Dudley and Andy and those guys, uh, because he's, he's been, there's been Yeti films on the guy. There's been, you know, Sigka sponsors him and Yeti and all these other guys. And and he's a, he's a really interesting guy that works in Kodiak the majority of, of, of the year guiding both bear and, and deer and probably some other things. And he's kind of gone all over the world doing that. But the genesis was, I've been wanting to do this for, for years, my adult life, but it's really difficult because if you don't know who's good in the business, it's it can be it can be a really bad experience. It can be a really Just bad experience. Being cold and walking and never getting a bear. Well, yeah, or you know, or you're with an asshole, or yeah. you're with a person that's not uh, that's that's not motivated the way same way that you are. That's not physically fit. That's yeah. just wants to like you know cash it in or you well, know or phone best. it in. It's like experiences may vary with the trip like that, but Cole right. being, you know, he's a, I think he's 37, super athletic guy. And, you know, he knew that we were willing to pretty much do whatever. And and that was, that was cool. So it wasn't like we had some like 80 year old guy that was like, we're just going to stay here. He knew like <laughs> when it was time to move, like let's fucking go. And that, that was right. exciting. Cause you got to push yourself physically and mentally. And, and that's how I would want the trip to go. I think it would have been really crappy just to be like comfortable and sitting and then like get your animal and leave. So yeah, cheers to Cole on that, man. He's a stud. Yeah, he's and he's, he's got a one of the best mustaches in the game. So he's I was like, maybe mustache. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little post bear trip fucking mustache. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe get it get it a little yeah. get a little dirty, Jared, you know? Oh yeah. Just a little dirty. The wife's nickel a little with it. Dirty. Just on just that in, nickel. And just in general, like I love being like I love being in the mountains. Like I love being a mountain man. Like I love you know, like, like, I love, I love being in that, in those scenarios, being in that, in the most wild places. And when we think about wild and remote places, the Alaskan Peninsula is one of the most wild and remote places. Uh, it will definitely in the United States, obviously not in the lower 48, but the Alaskan Peninsula is fucking wild. It is insane. Yeah. When you're flying over, when you're flying down and back, when we were looking around, I mean, it's just mountain after mountain after mountain, volcano and ocean. And then it's just, 
the I saw more moose the first day we were on the ground. And kind of the logistics of this was we flew about two and a half hours south out of Anchorage down the peninsula. I won't say exactly where. Um, and then we took, uh, we land on a dirt airstrip where into a fishing village where there's like 12 people that live there. Then we got on a super cub and we individually flew out to a dry lake bed where they landed you know, with big tundra tires and it's a tailwheel dragging super cob. Each one of us flew out individually. So because there's obviously a weight one limit seat. to yeah. the super cub, weight, one weight, one person. Uh, we were dropped off in one of the most remote places. I, I mean, quite literally, I think in, in, the, in the peninsula, I would imagine as far as hunting is concerned. So we're right in the center of... The peninsula, we're we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's nothing around us. Like there's there's like you know there's there's I mean we're we're so far away from cell coverage. Like we're hours away from cell coverage. We're a three hour flight back to Anchorage <laughs> to get into cell coverage. I mean, I think yeah. the worst part about that whole entire trip was water got is ruined for me now because drinking straight out of a spring in the tundra of Alaska, bro, it's Dude. the best tasting water ever. It, it, it comes out at like, you know, 37 degrees, just like a little above freezing. It's like so fucking <laughs> fresh. You're drinking you, right out of the so creek. It's so good. You can just fucking Dude. take it. Oh, yeah, Dude, yeah. Depending where you get it. We'd filter some of it when it wasn't as flowing, but I mean... Because you're packing out and you can only bring so much water with you. And you're just literally dipping your, your Nalgene bottle in the, in the springs and getting fresh yeah. water. It was so wow. fucking cool. So this mm-hmm. is as close as I can get to it, which is pretty damn close. Which is, this is a fucking mason jar with reverse osmosis filtrated water that I've, I have like six of these things in my refrigerator where it's ice cold. Reverse osmosis is is the highest amount of filtration that it takes all out, basically all particulate out of it. So this is about as close as it comes. It's fucking ice cold out of a fucking jar and there's no taste to it. So you you can't taste any plastic. There's fucking zero chlorine. There's nothing, right? This is as close as I can get to it, but I'm addicted to it. I told my wife like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm like done with uh, LaCroix oh. because I, this is the, this is the, Two weeks away from, you know, I, I, I slam LaCroix throughout the day. Like, literally a fucking drink. It's like, like all you drink. <laughs> yeah. But that water was so much better. Ice cold spring water out of a mountain. It, it, it changed the way that I even consume water. I'm like, I, I have nothing to do but drink this fucking water now. So anyway, you're right. You're 100% right on that, which is, this is the fucking best water. Like it, it was the best water I've ever had in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so you out in the middle eat. of nowhere. Yeah. Oh. Fucking mountains all around us. I saw more moose the day, the first day that we were on the ground glassing than I saw in 10 days on my moose hunt in British Columbia. What are you guys eating? Oh, oh dude, this is a great story. <laughs> You're going to love this. Yeah. We all we all have very bad uh, gastrointestinal health probably right now. <laughs> like, and then getting back onto normal food, dude. I'm just like, I am I am just wrecking my bathroom. Uh, it's disgusting, yeah. but whatever. It's dehydrated meals is all you're eating. You're just oh. having to boil water on like I a jet boil. I thought you guys would be like like catching salmon and shit. 
No, no, man. you can't cook anything out there because the bears smells are so Everything. good that like yeah. you, you, you just can't like you'll oh. burn your whole entire area. You can't make fires. You can't do anything. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a recce position. Yeah. Oh, shit. You're not. This isn't like we're getting back to camp and like throwing logs in the fire and cooking marshmallows. This is like getting back to camp. Yeah. Having a dehydrated meal. My whole aura of camp supervisor on this trip was not at all. No, 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 no. You wouldn't have been able to like have a guitar and like (laughs) set up when we get back. Yeah. No, definitely not. Wow. Yeah. Like it. It was, uh, yeah, those dehydrated. So we did freeze dried and dehydrated meals, and they were either uh, peak. So shout out to peak because yeah. those fucking meals were great. Um, yeah, and I think they gifted them to us for that. Yeah, thing, who's so. the dude? Who's the dude that's on the bag? You and know Ch- him, Chad Mendez. He's a former UFC fighter, and right. he actually came to our total archery challenge. So oh, right on. Lots man. of jokes about putting Chad Mendez into her mouth um, yeah. because he was on the bag. <laughs> Yeah, yeah dude. they're surprisingly not bad. Like for no. like for being that remote, you would think you would just be like hating to eat. But I mean, def- definitely the, like the sodium and those things that you have to do and the freeze drives and mix messes up your gut a little bit for changing your diet completely. But um, I was good to go. Well, while you guys were gone, uh, we did the the um, Nitro Circus Triple Crown. Uh, which is going to now air on Fox Sports as a three-hour special. That's the uh, the race with the small bikes, right? Yes, small bikes, but it's 16 races that Travis came up with that is all different. It's so it's not the same. So you've got you've got a uh, flat, not so flat track where he did a flat track course that has jumps. What's right? Really funny because. Uh, you know, the, the almost straight rhythm, like there's just, we did it in three locations. We started at Kevin Windham's house, uh, right outside of, um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And then we went to Ryan Sipes's property out in Kentucky near Louisville. And then we ended at Pastrana land in, in Maryland. And, uh, after announcing all of that for, for the show, uh, I was notified that I am being hired by Nitro to go to Australia in October to be on live television on NBC to be the announcer for Nitro Circus World Games. Oh, that's oh, badass. Shit. Yeah. Congratulations, man. <laughs> that's sick. So I get to be on the floor with the athletes uh, after their runs and stuff like that. So wow. So that's yeah. the, when they do the Nitro Circus, they do the big jumps, like the wheelchair jumps and all that crazy shit. You'll yeah. be the guy the, on the floor yep. interviewing. So it's, it's Nitro's oh, version of X Games. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. it's awesome. Yeah. They do some crazy shit on there. Like they like come up with modified like skateboards and jump a hundred feet in the air or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's our rad. freestyle motocross rider. That's, that's a black rifle rider is going to attempt something that's never been done this year. So uh, it's going to be quite interesting. Really? <laughs> yes. Dude, that fat McNamara beard is looking good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what, why are like, you shaving that thing like that? Because are you I think shaving it's it into a point? Yes. I really want you to do those fat McNamara I'm going to. Uh, videos. Like I really like <laughs> I would love to see those. Things. I recorded a video for Pat McNamara in the mountains, but I don't think I'll send it to him. Uh, I, I would love it. <laughs> Basic dude stuff. Yeah. I love Basic it. Basic fat I think you guy should. stuff. Is that your one? You're going to do yeah. basic Putting mayonnaise on two hot dogs with cheese. Mayonnaise on hot dogs. You can add butter to this. Guy stuff. Yeah. And peanut butter. 
Yeah. I love that. It's like you're like the the operator of food, you know, and you just do all this disgusting shit. Fat McNamara. Basic fat guy stuff. Dude, and that and then you're teaching everyone how to put mayonnaise on stuff. Like it's like, hey, <laughs> hey brother, this is just fat McNamara checking in with you. Uh, you, this is how you put mayonnaise over here on this, this how, thing. This is how you put some mayonnaise on the shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> this but, is but, how but you you're incorporate like, mayonnaise into your graham cracker diet. You're tacticalizing <laughs> every section of your food. So you have like, you know, specific pouches built for like individual use mayonnaise packets, you know? Like, <laughs> no, I'd rather have a individual mayonnaise full oh. of just wet mayonnaise. So I use my hand. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is fat McNamara. Quick mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quick mayonnaise, like like a quick detach, but it's like a it's instead of it's a QD, a it's a Q, it's a QM scoop. It's a QM. Yeah, quick mayonnaise. It's a QMA. Quick mayonnaise applicator. Putting two fingers of mayonnaise in your beer. Basic fat guy stuff. Basic fat guy stuff. I got mayonnaise in in this pouch. I got sugar in this pouch. I'm (laughs) up in my game. Corn nuts in this pouch and milk in my pockets. (laughs) Is that what you make cereal out of? (laughs) Milk and corn nuts? (laughs) Dude, I found out. So check this out. I did one of those food sensitivity tests before I went to Alaska because, because I was doing this whole like 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 intense panel because yeah. I got bit by a tick in Missouri. Seeing, I keep seeing the, that stuff come up. The food. Well, no, I, I got bit by a tick in Missouri and it stayed in my belly button for quite a while. So I was doing a limes. So I was doing a limes test, and uh, I was turkey hunting in Missouri, sitting in a blind, had a tick, blah blah blah. Came back, did a full panel. They did a, a, a in depth food sensitivity test on me. Guess what? Fucking meat. I'm a I'm I have an allergic reaction to elk. Just fucking guess. Beef. What? Beef. Ow. Beef. Ow. Sensitivity to beef. I have no. It is. I am. I have the most out of all the sensitivities. Like, isn't that a byproduct of Lyme disease? Like, you can make yourself allergic to 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 red meat. I I don't have it. I thought. Well, you just got the you just got the side effect. That sucks. Well. Yeah, I, I have a food sensitivity to beef. Now, is so that you have to just eat to beef or is it red meat? No, it's beef. I have no idea if it's red meat. I mean, like, because then you're just going a strict elk diet, dude. Yeah, elk diet. And why are we right? complaining about oh, that? We have enough dead animals around no, here. I'm I'll marry you like I'm fucking 80 pounds elk. of axis. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with no, no beef for the rest of my life. I'm totally fine. <laughs> uh, but I, I can, I, I mean, I, if I have moose and, Elk and all, and deer and axes and everything else. Yeah, as you know, I de- I detest the the just whitetail in general. Like I think it's just disgusting. But <laughs> we went in a solid rant in the last mountains about whitetail. Yeah, it's just like oh, whitetail this, whitetail that. I'm like, I will fucking shoot an axis like ten times over before I I even like oh that's a big big buck. Whitetail. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll shoot ten fucking axes instead of uh, instead of that smaller ones because the meat to me is ten times better. If you're in Texas too, like I don't understand the whole thing. Like I know there are guys out there they love whitetail hunting. They love it. They're like addicted to muley or whitetail or whatever it might be. Uh, you know, just as I enjoy elk, I think uh, there's a lot of guys that just love whitetail hunting. 
to each I think not own. a lot of people have the opportunity to take other animals or harvest them. So it's like, if whitetail's what you got, it's still good. It's just, if you have the ability, like where I'm at, where there's just free roaming access deer and you can hunt mm. them, that's, that's mm. my No, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying like people in like, you know, Missouri have the opportunity to go, to go hunt elk because they got whitetail down there. They're going to put, you yeah. know, projectiles through animals and put food on the table. I think that's great. But if you have the opportunity, right? Like for me, living in Utah, like if, if, if we have elk season and we have, you know, obviously deer season, like I'm going to go elk hunting any, any day over the week, any day of the week over fucking whitetail. I any day it, of the week. If anybody meals. listens to this podcast that, that builds bow targets, hit, hit your boy Matt up. I got an idea and oh, I Googled you, it and there's no one, there's up. no one that does it. We already have directly. The, the, we have the Reinhardt guys. Okay. They're well, then I need their contact. New archery I, have a, wall. I have a very fun game, Jared, that I want to do with Ooh, bow targets. You can use your fun. crossbow too, but Sweet. you have to use iron sights. I'm about it's to called warm butt her darts. Up. Warm her it's up. It's called butt darts. Butt we put darts. dildos on the end of arrows and we shoot them into each other. Oh, <laughs> what, Matt? I, I Matt <laughs> got a new into something. Perfect segue. <laughs> Perfect segue oh, because Matt. Matt actually has a new name, a new nickname from the trip. Oh yeah. Well, it was self-provided. It's, it's humble Matt because I'm just so <laughs> humble. Oh, oh, humble Matt. Uh, humble did, Matt. Did you tell him about Nom- Nomad Idaho? Nomad yeah. Idaho? Oh, you don't know about oh, that? Yeah. I mean, it's I've, a town. I went to Idaho once it's, with you no, guys. No, it's a town in Idaho. It's called yeah. Nomad Idaho. Is that where I don't go? Yeah. <laughs> Are Jerry, humble Matt, because like, because I was telling Evan, right? I'm on the yeah. trip, and we'll talk about it later. But I just made this gangster shot, you know, and my athletic <laughs> prowess put me in the position. And I was like, man, I don't want to brag because I like to be humble, but I'm a fucking legend. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why the guys I mean, are like, we're gonna call you God. humble, Matt. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not God. a god. I'm Come more on. like I'm more like God. Haze, you know, Bro. I don't want to be God. a bigot here or a. Blasphemist or whatever it's called. Yeah. It's I don't want to like, brag, but I'm a god. You know, no, I just I, have the most weight in my pack and I'm just chugging along, barely sweating. And I'm, you know, it was just like, whoa, I'm humble. <laughs> well, like that's the thing that we started with, which is like, Matt is not bragging. He's just stating facts, right? Yeah, just, like, just he's facts. just stating facts. Like, I am taller than everyone here. That's just a fact, yeah. right? Right. Like I am better looking looking than everybody here. That's just a fact, right? He was just, he's saying, I'm trying to be factual, like a scientist, (laughs) right? He's just, he's unpacking the facts. He's like Dr. Fauci. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa, that's fucked up, man. What? He's he's just just trying to be a factual scientist. (laughs) Right? Like, so. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to tell Evan. I'm like, how, if, if they're just, Facts, you know. I was like, I'm a New York Times bestselling author, and none of you guys are. I'm not bragging. I'm merely right. stating a factual statement. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, and that's, I mean, that's, that's why you're so humble. Is just because you like to day. stick to the facts. You know, you like to just stick to the facts, and I think that that's right. what why everybody has to respect. Your name, your your self proclaimed name, humble Matt. Humble, humble Matt. Humble mm-hmm. Matt. Humble yeah, Matt. I like it. I like it too. I think Old it's like H-M. I think it's okay. It's let's H&M. talk about one other thing. So we start <laughs> giving nicknames because Cole is just a weird fuck. All right, we got to talk about this one, yeah, Evan. It's not that entertaining. We get handed trail mix like day one, day two from him. He's like, "Here, guys, want some fucking trail mix? We're just sitting yeah. here." 
Evan and I put it in her mouth. We're like, cool. Those are M&Ms. No, he put Skittles in fucking trail mix, dude. And you nearly like break your teeth on it. And we look at him and we're like, did you, did you purposefully put Skittles in your trail mix? He's like, yeah, why not? So we called him Skittles all the trip. Oh, I'm like, that's yeah. a call sign right You're there. You're fucking weird, man. It is. Yeah. So that's his new yeah. nickname. Cole I've Kramer got a question Skittles. though. Yeah. Are we still going camping in June? Uh, yeah, June or July. I think it's probably going to be July because we, we have to wait for... No, we, we, we're, we're building the Black Rifle Coffee Custom Events Camper that's yeah. not going to be ready until July. So I want to be able to pull that out and put okay. everybody together. So we're so not we'll do is we'll, going we'll, anywhere in June. No, I, I don't there's think so. There's lots of grand openings. Yes, there's lots, got of, grand lots of grand openings. We got but lots of But the last conversation you and I had, you said we're keeping the rafting dates for our camping trip, but now we're moving the camping trip. Because the camper's not going to be ready. Got it. So like, but it, it's like two weeks. So okay. we'll bump it into July. We'll, we'll come up with some dates. You should bring the kids up and do the whole thing. Cause we'll bring like, we'll get the motorcycles out and the kids and we'll be ripping around um, out there having a blast. I, I did, Matt, I signed you up for Dan Crenshaw's 4th of July party. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. You told me. I didn't know that was a public event. Am I having to speak or perform? No, 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 no. It's, no, we're just going. And we have our own cabana. When is that? The 4th of July. <laughs> you coming, Evan? Uh, I told him, he called me a couple weeks ago before we took off. And I said, yeah, I'd probably. Okay, well, then I need to put to your name him. on our list then. But we yeah. have a cabana, so we're fine. I just it's a cabana. Get- yeah. 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 It, so we've got lots of cool summer shit that we're doing. We Tim got Montana's of, playing. Uh, Blink-182 uh, uh, tribute band is playing. <laughs> Did you happen to no, partake I, in I had doing nothing that? nothing to turn? do with that. No, he just bullshit. sent me the advertisement and no I was like, way. what? Really? Yeah, he's like Blink-821 or something? He's a fan. He's a fan. Me and Dan. It's like this. Whoa. That's, uh, that's surprising. <laughs> Like that is surprising. We should I, get up I, there and play damn it with them. Well, I, I'm de- I'm definitely going to be begging them to let us go play. Yeah. I've always I've always seen Dan as a guy that has good taste. So hey. it's just kind of surprising. <laughs> yeah. I'm just surprised that people still know who they are. Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, They're, that's like one of the most iconic pop yeah. those punk guys, bands of those all guys time. Still play like between thirty thousand and sixty thousand. Are crowd. you kidding me? Yeah. That's freaking wild, man. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you, 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 you have generations of it. Like right. you have all the way back to your, you and my generation up to younger kids now. No, I, 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 I remember the first time I was turned on to those guys. It was like 2000 because mm-hmm. I was stationed at Fort Bragg and I had, uh, I had my Toyota and I was like, and I was putting the fucking CD in the Toyota CD player. I remember it specifically because that thing didn't come out for, I don't know, a couple months. You know, it's not like we were driving a lot either yeah. way down there. No, but no, like I, I remember the first time my buddy turned me on to it. I was like, oh, this, these guys are fucking great. So yeah. I, you know, but then again, when I was 12, I thought that Poison was pretty epic too. I so, loved Poison when I was 12. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, like, I think, <laughs> unskinny Bob. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, Ride can the you wind. imagine? Huh? Ride the wind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like there's like White Snake and Poison, yeah. all those fucking hair bands. Like, like when old I was like school 12. Bon Jovi, like Slippery When oh, Wet. Yeah, Dude, yeah, if you yeah. Had, wait, hold on. If you had to pick an yeah. 80s band, like 
what, what's your go-to? For me, it's fucking Dio. Dio is bon Jovi, a special and place in my heart. What's Dio? And, and Young you Guns. Dio? Dio. Dio. Ronnie James Dio? Ho- Holy Diver? Uh, you never heard Holy Diver? Of change. You have to oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Scorpion. Okay, gotcha. That's, Scorp- that's, well, that's Scorpion. Scorpion. Excuse me. What, what did I just sing Scorpion? You yeah. <laughs> Dio. Holy Diver! Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot I'll, of people I'll think Kill Swift wrote that song, but they didn't. No, they covered no. it. Ronnie James. Dire yeah. Straits. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's what Wasn't that's Dio it. like the lead singer of Black Sabbath first or something really? crazy like that? I don't know. Something like Let that. Let me look that up. I think he might have been in the Are band. you trying to say Devo? No, no D- Ronnie D-I-O. James. D-I-O. D-I-O. Devo. You guys are, you guys are oh, referencing God, Devo. Pam Pan. <laughs> uh, we've got a... a Fighter jet show a force for the grand opening in Clarksville. Oh, that's right. That I'll hey, be you piloting. Guys, <laughs> we totally forgot, but but you know our announcement here on this episode is that uh, June fifth, Saturday, Saturday, June fifth, our grand opening for Clarksville, Tennessee, the coffee shop there in Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, we're all going to be there, we so be everybody's going to be in Clarksville for the grand opening. It's going to be fucking. Epic. It's going to be so rad. I'm excited for that, man. Yeah. What a, what a good town to do it in with the base right there. I've had some of my favorite events I've ever done up there. It's there. The town's always welcoming. So it's going to be awesome. Dude, and I can't that, wait. That store is sexy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, the, the interior design of that is something I, I think I'm super, super happy took with. Took a lot we, of pride in that one. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, you you it's, were really it's, humble with that. With that. Humble Evan. Yeah, I mean no, somebody's I mean, got to somebody's got to keep the lights on around here. We. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that means Matt, you gotta. I've got to have you bring your 152 because I'll need you to give us a call in and a 60 second out during the uh, national anthem so we can time it right. With Are you the, doing uh, a flyby or something? Yeah, I've got a fighter jet. Right. I will gladly be the guy in the ground calling you in. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. So one half of the store. So half of the store is decorated with fifth group and then the other half is 101st. So everybody knows it's Beautiful. super fucking cool. Yeah, it's, it is really school, fucking cool. Really cool stuff. Yeah. Like the guys did a real good job. Art department really fucking nailed that one. They did. Yeah, yeah they've... Uh, and then we flipped around. They've been on a tear. And, yeah. They have. They've been on a tear. We got some really fucking cool designs coming out. I've got a great design uh, that I'm going to send you guys after this. I'm going to text you a photo of, of something that Chris Chris did for us. It's like it, <laughs> you guys will appreciate this. This is like old school. It's like old school design for us. So we're going to have a lot of fun over the next few months. We're AKs coming out. So new AK designs coming out. A bunch of new bag designs have been released. Obviously, you guys saw Jared's Silencer Smooth ad that he did. Yeah, uh, I think that's a great thing to actually talk about. I mean, it's like... Um, you know, there, I think there's some always a risk in like taking something branding that's been there for so long and changing it. But, right. you know, I think for all of us, we wanted to just up the design portion of the bag. So the coffees are going to be all the same, right? Um, still the great, same great roast, but we're just kind of amping up what the bags look like. Keep and them making, a collector's item. Yeah. So they're yeah. almost like a collector's item. And a lot of them have a subtle meaning to them. So a backstory that supports kind of what the bag is and the roast name. And, and Easter so, eggs. 
yeah, it's a couple of Easter eggs in there. There's a lot of cool shit that, you know, Evans and work his butt off in there and we've been supporting. And so it's going to be some really cool shit. So when you start seeing the new bags, it's the same roast. We're just giving you guys a little better visual to hang on to. Yeah. A lot of people have asked like, why, right? So why are you guys yeah. redesigning this? You know? Uh, and I mean, the real reason is I, I, I really get sick of just looking at black and gray. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Black and gray, black and gray, black and Dude, gray. Dude, the sweet and, van bag was so cool. Rambo is so cool. Like, and the the company is so artistic and creative that the the bags that we've had for the last, truly the last four years, we haven't we haven't come up with what do I say? We've come up with newer designs to add to them, but we. For me, the, the company itself and the, especially the art department and the guys that work here, we're really fucking creative people. And the art in the bag needs to to represent, I think, how interesting, eclectic, and creative the, the company is. So when they're when people say, Well, we, we like the old one, like, okay, cool. Uh, but the new one I think is better. Uh, the new designs are better. They've they've just got way more color to them. I think they're they're way more interesting to look at. And there's another piece to this, which is there's a lot of people that have tried to copy us over the last four years too. Yeah. So you see a lot of black and gray bags that look almost identical. Yeah, to same type of what text. we put out. Yeah. You know the the same type of font, and then and and that's the other thing is that you know, and I'll humble brag about the company for a minute, <laughs> which is yeah. This company's so fucking creative, and we're two or three years ahead of everybody. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, they're never going to catch us. No. Like, and when I say that, it's a humble brag in the context of, you know, we have a fucking huge, beautiful roasting facility in Manchester, Tennessee. So cool. It's like 60,000 square feet, you know, green. I did a concert out there while you guys were gone. Dude, it's yeah. awesome. It's so big. <laughs> we, we have our own t shirt printing facility. We print. We print tens of thousands of shirts here on our facility in Salt Lake City every fucking, every year. We roast all our own coffee. We print all our own shirts. We have our own internal design aspects. It's like, dude, we did more designs in the last two weeks since we've been gone, since Matt and I've been gone with our art department than most companies will come up with in a fiscal year. And I, and I, I'm so fucking proud of this company and everything that we've been able to do and the creative assets that we have directly available to us. And it makes me so excited because I cruise in here and I high five and I backslap and we talk to everybody uh, here in the company, but it's like, we're makers. We make shit. We print shirts, Create we it. roast coffee. Come up with it. We fucking come up with great designs and we do that every month. ECS is a new coffee design every month. And we're two years ahead. We've got two years <laughs> added design. So literally like, man, I could high five, toss the keys to somebody, walk out of here for fucking six months. And there would be new designs coming out every fucking every month, which is intense when you think about it. Because most companies, we did a bag redesign. We launched new product every month. We have new marketing and media, you know, when we look at the media and marketing assets directly available to the company, like we have an internal media team, like we have an internal creative media team that's that's you know Matt and Logan and everybody else. Like, man, good. Like when we look at like like the the because I, I hear it a lot. It's like, well, do you guys concerned about the people that want to copy you? I'm like, no, because if you're copying, that means you're trying to copy what we released today. You have yeah. 
You have no chance in hell. You're already, you're We're two years ahead. You're already behind. Yeah. It's like it's like starting a race when somebody's fucking four laps ahead of you. It's like we could fucking jog, stop and eat a sandwich and still win. You know what I mean? Yeah, put a little bit of mayonnaise on there. From oh, yeah. Fat yeah, Mac from corn nuts. Fat Quick mayonnaise applicator, QMA. And just so you're clear, we're not talking shit on Pat. We're, we're making fun no, we of Jared's Pat. people. That's yeah. fucking okay, awesome. I just had to put that where someone's like, oh, yeah. they're talking shit. No. No, no. Fat, that, no they're joke, making fun of Fat McNamara, which is me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jared is the the fat version of Pat McNamara. Which... You look pretty lean right now, though, when you stood up. I don't know if it's a baggy shirt. I'm very. Or... I'm very... Look at this. Look at yeah. this guy, Hey, dude. take your shirt off. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what's under there. Let's oh, see what kind of... Oh, yeah. Damn. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. You're like tan too. Hey, take your pants off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Show us your b-hole. Yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I had to go on a very strict diet leading up to my trip. Uh, and then during the trip, there was a lot of fasting. You have to you have to have a lot of fasting go on to do some of the medicines and stuff that we did. And, and then, uh, yeah, it has kept me on path to keep this strict diet. Now you just got to start working out with me. Yes, I, that is literally the next thing. I am very out of shape right now. Well, that's not true, but I'm excited I'll, to get I'll back I'll be in the there gym. when we're done, you know? Hey. Oh, his legs are, Matt's legs are in shape. Yeah. It's true. There's but a lot Because he walking. had the most weight in his pack. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think Definitely. that's true, actually. I think the guides had like double us. Yeah. Guides had like way more shit than we, yeah. than we had. Like, Some good my walking skin, though. My skin is really good yeah. too now that there's no booze in, in my body anymore. Are you not drinking right no, now? No, I'm, I'm fucking done. Damn. D-U-N. Done done with an indefinite uh expiration date. Oh. Yeah. And really? uh, that's it? Yeah. I fully support that if you're gonna stay through to it. That's great. I partook in a little whiskey last night because I haven't done it and I haven't had like a little slow morning. And I woke up this morning I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I fucking don't like drinking <laughs> a little bit. But it was, it was date night with the wife, so it was worth it. Nice. Well, sweet. Yeah, what- what? Well, dudes, yeah. uh, I can't wait for Logan to get back because yeah, yeah. once we get Logan on here, then this, we get the deets. Uh, we get the details. Uh, we'll unpack, and then we'll also start to embed some of the imagery that we took oh, uh, I can't on wait. the trip to that episode. Because welcome it, back. We'll do we'll do a hour and a half, two hour episode yeah, on this. Yeah. I think it'll be fucking. It, you guys are gonna. You, you guys are going to shit your pants when you <laughs> when you hear like what we did and how we did it. Not to build it up too much, but it's 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 pretty fucking epic. Can't wait. Right. I'm gonna be super humble when we tell yeah, the story real too. Humble. Yeah. Real <laughs> humble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be super humble. I'll talk about how I keep the lights on in the company and Matt can talk about how his cheekbones keep the lights on. All right. Sure. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. All right, guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye.